how about I make that offer in cash? And then I open a briefcase full of money. Hi, everybody. Hi, this is Monopoly Money. Fuck you. <laughs> Get out of my store. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome oh. to the Skeleton Crew Podcast. I'm Strauss. That's Sardo. We're your hosts. We're currently sitting in rooms. I've turned off my AC. I'm going to regret it later. I do this intermittently oh. anyways because it gets, like, super cold in here and then my joints get all stiff and it's real bad for oh. the rest. I'm, like, I have to either be uncomfortable one way or in a different way. So I intermittently have to make myself a different form of uncomfortable to recover from the other one. Anyways, Sardo, how are you? Anything fun? You know fun? what? I'm... Go for it. Oh, um, anything fun? Well, we did have a, uh... I, I can't say last night because cause it was technically last night as the time we're recording is uh, Thursday night, super fun uh, time, uh, live streaming Persona 5, talking about curry burgers. I'm mad that that burger doesn't exist. I've It's been like 24 hours, almost 24 hours since it, since it became a thing in our brains that it does not exist in my hands right now. I'm I'm gonna have to make one. I I I gotta experiment a little bit because that sounds too good to not be a thing. It, I it's got it's a very messy burger. And you know the worst part is today. I, I, just because this happened today, my, mm-hmm. my I watched Sorted Food, which is the cooking channel that I watch the most. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, a guy and uh, from Mumbai, India, who works in London now for a restaurant called Hoppers. Uh-huh. He used curry sauce on the burger that he made. It's a thing, uh-huh. Sardo. We are vindicated. <laughs> like, 12 hours uh-huh. later. <laughs> that that sounds amazing. So just so you know, it, when you do, obviously that's like, like Sri Lankan curry. Oh, very different. Which is different, but the concept means that it works. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm thinking personally a, a, a Japanese style curry right. for this because but that's my favorite. The kind. point, the point that I make it, the point that we have proven is, the concept works. It does. We we are and vindicated surprisingly quickly. <laughs> yes, indeed. And Strauss, what's good with you? What's new uh, with you? I've been playing a bunch more Final Fantasy 16, and I'm going to send you this tweet that has been me now for every time I open up the game. It's been this feeling. Oh. <laughs> it's like... that. That is a feeling. Yep. It is a feeling. And it's going to go straight into our topic, because it's a perfect segue. Yes, that's what we're talking about tonight. But we're not talking about Final Fantasy sixteen because you haven't played it. Mm-mm. Or really interacted nope. with it, I assume. Yeah, no, no I, I have not. It, it, it's been pretty solid so far. I'm still not very deep into it yet. I only just got the main character's actual costumes, so we're, I'm like... You got a ways to go. I have a very much a ways to go. But instead, we're talking about, because it, it's also coming out this summer, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Seven: The Remake, Part 2. I, part I 2, was, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Because they decided to make it three parts, and I'm very curious to see where it ends in part trois. I do love that remaking it in parts kind of brings to mind the uh, old classic of, like, video games in multi-part discs. Because when I was a dumb little child, I that was, like, the most amazing thing to me, that a video game could be so big that it had to be more than one disc. I also would like to apologize. Uh, I believe... 
Trois is actually three in French, so... You, you skipped one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's part eh, de, we're at part de, or zwei. Now we're going to lose all our French-speaking listeners. I'm all, pretty... None of them. <laughs> sure, my, our, considering a lot of things I have said about the French and the entire accent I've used for Bebe while playing fi- Persona 3 absolutely already killed that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it was a very offensive accent. <laughs> but uh, I'm Strauss, I gotta yeah. say, as somebody with French family members, I don't that doesn't bother me at yeah. all. I actually think I, I don't funny, I, so. I only people from Fran- France do that. Oh, and all all the things I've said about French Canada as well. So Yes. <laughs> I I'm yeah. the only I think the only French place I haven't pissed off yet is French Guiana. And that's that's fair. That's fair. <sighs> Unlike all their former colonies, like Senegal and Mali, I think I've been very supportive of them. Yes. Anyway, but, uh, but that is nothing to do with anything because we're getting off track. We are talking about the Final Fantasy VII, uh, a whole like twenty six years later. So so nice. It has to happen twice. Yeah. It. I mean, it is the big one. It is. Like. I th- I think there's a good way to put it is that every so often a game comes out and it's like the one yeah well well it's like recently we had like speaking of persona cuz we're playing persona 5 well I am you're there to also fawn over Morgana as a cat thing. <laughs> yeah, he's a kitty. And that is, every so often a series has the one that makes like, all of the money. Yes. Like, it, it might not necessarily be the best one, though. I, I think Final Fantasy VII has a way better argument for being the best one than other games of its ilk. It, it is very good. Yeah, I, I would say, having played more Final Fan- Fantasy, I could say that. Actually, this leads to a very important question for you, for yes. me. Uh-huh. What is your relationship to the Final Fantasy series? Um, be real, I've always been kind of on the fringes of it. It's There were other RPGs that I liked more. Um, I was a Golden Sun guy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was... Uh, the the insufferable kind of like well I liked this much more obscure thing that two people played and yeah Final Fantasy was fine I I like Final Fantasy I mean it was just never like my huge thing I mean in fairness it wasn't for me either because I was a Nintendo kid growing up and none of my the games I got when so I grew up with an NES so all the, the yeah. only Square Enix game I had on that. Because it wasn't mine, it was like my parents when they were living in the 80s. The only Square Enix game I had was King's Night. (laughs) Which is real bad. (laughs) Oh. It it, it is one of the ones pre-Final Fantasy that was putting them in their place. That's rough. Yeah. uh, I I didn't get the good Final Fantasy games ever. My first experience with it, honestly, was 10 because my friend mm-hmm. Danny would come by and he would bring it because the PlayStation 2 was significantly smaller than the Xbox. 
we, we had a good thing going. I had the Xbox GameCube combo. He had the GameCube PlayStation combo. I see. So, you know, like, one friend has... It, it's back in the day when you used to didn't have, like, all of the games. So one friend had some games and uh, the other friend had different games. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, you have the Xbox. You have the PlayStation 2. You're the one with these games. You're the one with those games. And that way, when you went to each other's house, you could just bring a console over. Now, now that's friendship. Yeah, that's real friendship. But anyway, the point is, I didn't play Final Fantasy VII until, like, all the way through in any real capacity until, like, five years ago. Right. <laughs> Which is very interesting so i since then i had played a whole bunch of other final fantasy games and i could say it's probably the best one that i played i i'd say it's probably been the best in my experience too so yeah it, it is a, an interesting one very very much like when we say it's the big one we mean it <laughs> Most people probably know Final Fantasy VII, whether they played it or not. I think it might be the most spoiled game on the internet. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Aerith Dying was a, was a whole fucking thing back in the early 2000s. Oh, no, not only was it a thing. Like, I learned about it via, like, Flash cartoons on Newgrounds. Like, it's not a... It's a weird thing to be like, this is a game that's heavily spoiled. Like, no, it is. <laughs> when we say that... Yeah. Strauss, hold on. You're telling yes. me um, you don't get all of your news from Flash cartoons on Newgrounds? <laughs> well, I mean, I did, and then that stopped. Be then Flash stopped being a thing. <laughs> yeah. Now I just don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, now we just don't learn news, especially with Twitter being the way it is. Yeah. But I, I remember for the longest time, long after it came out, my big experience uh, with Final Fantasy VII was seeing Sephiroth and going neat and no. and then my friend played it and i watched over her shoulder for like three days and it was cool <laughs> no that that's not so different because i saw him and i also thought neat and i th saw and then i saw all the girls and i was like oh this is a neat <laughs> today i learned the day i learned i liked women <laughs> i like girls i i'm doing my normal obligation of liking girls Thank that, you for your service. Thank you for your service. Um, Tifa, Tifa Lark Lockhart? Wait. Lockhart. Tifa Lockhart. <laughs> but, yeah. I And what, what do you have to say? Because we've got the first bit of the remake out yeah. at this current point in time. What do you think of it so far, Strauss? Okay, uh... <laughs> I th the one of the weird things about Final Fantasy VII being so like ubiquitous was that it's also the one that everybody knows, but it's also the one that has been like the most written. If that makes any sense, mm -hmm. like yes, you, you have characters who have been constantly written again and again in different situations, in different ways, which has led to, like, how they were originally written kind of being lost for a while. Mm -hmm. Until the remake, 
Because if there's one thing the remake does exceptionally well at is remembering how these characters were written in 1997, which is a lot more complex than they have been for the past... Uh, uh, let's see, the remake came out like three years ago, so like... 23 years? Yeah. Like, one of the weird things about playing the game so late, because, like, I knew all the stuff that was going to happen, except for the parts that people forgot. More mm-hmm. on that later. But uh, it, it was interesting to go through the game again and be like, wow, these characters have a lot more, like, depth than they're given credit for. <laughs> so the remake... I would imagine to... Go, go ahead, sorry. And so when the remake comes out, and I'm playing it, I'm like, wow, this game remembers that Cloud's a fucking dork. He is. And that, like, Tifa's kind of a worrywart mom friend. She is. And Aerith's a troll. She, uh, definitely that. People forget that one. Yeah, well, because, like, we've had, like, 20-plus years of Aerith being... The incorruptible pure pureness that is too pure to be pure. Because she dies. Yeah, because she died, and it's like real sad. And also, even though the graphics from ninety nine from ninety seven aren't the best by the year two thousand eighteen, still incredibly effective. By the way, some things work no matter what it looks like. Yes. And I think, too, um, the past, like, 23 years of, like, these characters appearing in different things and showing up all over the place and basically becoming iconic. Like, I'd, I'd say they're iconic. No, no, I would say, I mean, like, fucking Cloud Sword is everywhere. I- I'm going to say it right now. Final Fantasy VII is definitely iconic. That's... Not, not even in like, uh, oh, it's iconic. I'm like, no, it, it no, is it's capital genuinely. I iconic. <laughs> it's people recognize that shit. But yeah. I think it's definitely contributed to the characters becoming flanderized and sort of like one dimensional iterations. Like they, they become more just like, you know, kind of cardboard cutouts. Like there he is, Cloud Final Fantasy. <laughs> There's sad old Cloud being sad. When honestly... That's more, he's really not, he's more of just, he's like moody, but like, the the whole like, dour, sad, swordsman, Final Fantasy protest. He's socially awkward. Yeah, (laughs) the one who really fits that description is Squall from 8. Yes. But not Cloud. Weather names. (laughs) The Squall, Leon Hart. I'm sorry, Leon Hart. But yeah, it's, the, the characters get really, like, misrepresented over time through, I think, kind of the unavoidable thing of, like, when when you have these dudes making guest appearances in so many things, you're, you're going to have to pare them down to, like, an echo of what they actually are in their Well, I, I think the best way to put it is, when you're going to be a cameo appearance in a different game, mm-hmm. like, even if it's Kingdom Hearts, which... Or, like, Final Fantasy Tactics, or insert game here. You're gonna Mm -hmm. have to boil some stuff down to its base elements. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. I don't want to just be like, oh, Square doesn't know how to write anymore. Because, really, that's not the case. The issue was never the writing. 
It was more, well, sometimes it is. But that's a different problem. The issue was always, you have these characters and they keep making repeat appearances. And like, you're, you, like, eventually, like, okay, we gotta pay the lip service. Like, here's Cloud, he's being moody. When, like, half the game, he's, like, riding a dolphin. Yeah. That's a thing that happens. He's At, silly. And we're gonna be seeing that in glorious new graphics. Oh, fuck yeah. I, Nomura said it's going to happen. Like, he promised that. I'm like, he better keep that promise. Because if Cloud is not riding a dolphin, I am sending an angry letter to Nomura myself. You should. It's gonna be said, you promised us the dolphin. You bastard. <laughs> and be poorly, it's ain't gonna be scribbled on a note. Like, I'm gonna write a physical late letter to him. I don't care if he it's doesn't. written in crayon. I might. <laughs> I don't have any crayons, so it might be in Sharpie. <laughs> it's permanent. Either way. But yeah, like, the, the one thing I think the remake did very well at, like, for all of its weirdness, the remake remembered that these are characters with character. And how they were written back in, like, 97, where it's like, Barrett isn't just a large Mr. T expy. He also, like, is a dad. He's very caring. He's got depth. He's got nice eyes. The fact that he's cool as fuck is only one part of his personality. Though he is cool as fuck. It's it's, it's very important. God, he's so cool. And it's just like, it, it was nice to see... It wasn't all the characters, but it was nice to see that, oh, hey, these characters, like, someone remembered how these people are supposed to be written. Yeah. There there was some care clearly put into that. Now, everything else about, like, how weird the ending of the remake got is a completely contentious part that I'm not sure we're going to touch. Oh, uh, may- maybe not. Maybe uh, not. Uh, do you know about that part? Uh, elaborate. I, I I don't remember it very well. Okay, so for a spoiler warning, if you haven't played uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, there's like these weird ghosty things that are trying to have the plot happen the same way as it is. Kind of as a weird meta commentary on the idea of remaking Final Fantasy VII being kind of a weird thing when you think about it. So it's like Final Destination and they're trying to cheat death. Kinda. But and, the, really... and then the cast is going to die in, like, incredibly contrived coincidences. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't gotten well, that part yet. gets his head stuck in an elevator and gets his head pulled off. I'm, I'm sorry, anyway. <laughs> Tony Todd is there. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we cool. don't... The thing is, we just don't know yet. And I, the problem with Square, as of late, is can they pull this off is, is a very legitimately hard-to-answer question. Because, I mean, what, do you, what do you think, Strauss? Can they pull it off? I mean, I think it's doable. It's just that, will it be satisfactory is a completely different question. Like, you, you've you opened up an interesting question of, we're doing a bit of also a meta commentary on the idea that Final Fantasy VII cannot simply just be remade and changed. Because, you know, how often does an artist get a chance to maybe go back and maybe fix some small details from stuff that you made pr- previously. Not very often. Because, like, y- you're an artist. You have put art out there in the world where you're like, eh, I wish to spend more time on the hair. 
Yeah, I there's definitely stuff that it's like I would have made like a pinch here, a tweak here, maybe change this if I could. Exactly. Now I'm gonna say like story wise, Final Fantasy VII actually doesn't need a lot of tweaking. Uh, definitely get rid of the Fort Condor side mission. Mm-hmm. Hated that one. Oh, by yeah. the way, reading reading the rock through. Now you have to go back to Fort Condor. I'm like, oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fun. The point is, there's definitely stuff from the game where I'm like, yeah, maybe we could make this a little less annoying or, you know, get rid of some of the weird, just like early, like late 90s, early 3D jank that like we didn't know how to what to do with it yet. Yeah. Like those are like uh, one of the things about Final Fantasy VII, it still comes from a time period where like, the idea of making a game was this was the only like one of the five games a kid was going to have. So it's like packed full of shit that's tedious. Like chocobo rearing and mm-hmm. racing. It's just it takes forever. And you need like one specific chocobo type to get another ch- to like get the best summon in the game. Yeah. Like, if you wanted Knights of the Round, you need to go through a lot of effort just to get it. it. In a way that, like, nowadays, people would be like, this is dumb. That That's just what games yeah. were back in the back in the late 90s. I'll be real, like, nowadays, modern games were a bit spoiled. You know, uh, you, you had to you had to work for some of that shit back in the old days, because not, not a lot of people... Like, not as many people played video games. It wasn't just even that as many people played video games. It's just that not a, you didn't have the ability to just buy more games. Yeah. Like, you and I, back in 1997, were five. So, we definitely weren't buying games. Oh, hell no. But if you were, like... Like, the, the biggest change in game buying over the past, like, almost 30 years now... Oh, Jesus christ i didn't like saying that out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> is that nowadays if i want to get a new game i could just go on to steam and buy like anything well yeah like there's they're there in multiplicity there's so many of them yeah in fact nowadays the problem is people have too many games mm-hmm. I, I could open my steam right now as we speak and point count the amount of games i've never even opened Let's see. How many can I find in the first few bits? One. Two. Three. Uh, four. Five? No, I know I have played that. Uh, six, kind of. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Hey, look, we're already at 10, and we just got to the D's. Damn. D's nuts, even. Yeah. Anyway, but the, the point is, like, nowadays, like, I can just have games out the ass, and games are also, at times, extremely cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, it's like, if you bought a game and it was on sale, it usually wasn't a good one. No, it's... Back then, it's like those games were, like, the big thing in town. Yeah, it's like, Final Fantasy VII was going to be, like, your game until the next big release, like, at the, uh, like, until potentially next year. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of, like, 
really old games from like the late nineties are like collectathons. That's that's why like collectathons were such a huge thing back in the day. Yeah. It was just chock full of shit to find, so you had something to do until the next game you were able to buy or present. You you needed you needed shit to fill the time. Yes, because you were like ten years old and you had nothing else better to do. Because you were an indoor kid. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, like going forward, how the Seven remake adapts some of that to. Uh, I mean, and let's be real, a lot of the people playing the remake now are people who were playing the first game as youngsters. So, uh, what are you gonna do now that we're all adults with jobs? Not only that, but, like, they, like, the easy part about just doing Midgar first is that there's a definitive point where you leave Midgar. Yeah. But after that, it, it's there's a lot less like obvious stopping points except for like big story beats but there's a lot of time between like if say they pick Eris death as the stopping point for for the second one which would make sense because that would line up with like the like ending of one of the discs because it would be like well yeah you're right that is a good stopping point but there's a lot of game in between those two por- parts a whole lot. And if you don't stop before that, then there's a lot of game for the third part, so the pacing is kind of all over the place. Cause so like, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what are they going to do? And that was always sort of the question when they announced it was going to be three parts. Because, like, the whole, like, second... like the, the problem is, like, it's not as clean of a three-act structure as it could be. Mm-mm. Especially, like... Let's, if you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, all the stuff in Midgar that was like a whole ass game for Final, for the remake was like two hours. Yeah. It's not very long. Goes by pretty quickly, actually. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything after that was like the meat of the game. So, it's kind of... It, it's weird. It's going to be an interesting thing. So, what are you most looking forward to with the remake? I mean, well, that hasn't been covered yet. I'm curious, and I'm really excited to sort of see how they handle some certain scenes, if they're going to even mm-hmm. happen. Because, mm-hmm. to me, one of my favorite parts of Final Fantasy VII is honestly, like, Aerith dying. I, it seems super weird to say that out loud, I know. No, same, same though, because it, well, it's it's such a a big emotional moment. That's why it was like is it's like hyped up as it was. Yeah, it's the moment. It is the most famous video game death potentially ever. Yeah, and it's like I remember when I played it for the first time. Like I was watching the cutscene because I knew that was going to happen. I've seen that cutscene parodied like five hundred times. Mm. And then I saw, like, you know what they don't talk about, though? The scene that happens directly after, like, Aerith dies, where, like, whoever's in your party has to mourn that she just died. Yeah. And um, and every character has their own animation for it. And by the way, this entire sequence has no dialogue. It is, it's just Aerith's scene playing the entire time. And it's great. Like it's very well done. 
Like, well, like every character is different, which yeah. is super interesting. Like, for example, who is your favorite character in Final Fantasy VII that isn't Aerith because uh, she's dead? She can't have a reaction here. <laughs> they Barret. So, like, Barret. Barret comes up, like, he just pats Cloud on the shoulder. He's someone who's lost a loved one like that before. So, like, he gets it. So he's just gonna, like, he's there for the guy. And that's awesome because Barret is cool. And and it's and he's like showing that empathy and it's like that's that's good that's powerful that that's our dad that's, that's our, our dad that's our hot large dad yes and then you with have a like gun on his arm <laughs> with a gun hand because it's cool but then you get like someone like Sid who's like also kind of old well he's like thirty five. Mm-hmm. Which is old by that standard. <laughs> I mean, he also smokes, so that's probably why he looks way older. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just looking at the sky like, God damn, the fuck, man? Because uh. you know he swears. Oh, yeah. Where's our fucking tea? And then you go back, and then but then you get to, like, other characters. Like, Yuffie tries not to break down, and then she goes full on crying. It's great. Whole whole thing is great. Whole sequence is great. Every character has a reaction. If Aerith isn't dying, by the way, I I've seen some people say it's gonna be Tifa. I'm like, does that work though? That's bullshit. Well, that's bullshit. Well, okay, so th- that's my argument for it is that like, if Aerith doesn't die, it kind of ruins the whole like last third of the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Well, the whole point of what Aerith is doing is she's gonna she casts holy and then the earth is saved. Yeah. And if she does that, if she's allowed to still do that, then it's like, okay. And it's like Aerith's kind of that that martyr figure. She's she is that kind of sainted figure in that, and it it doesn't fucking make sense with Tifa. <laughs> Well, also, it doesn't really work. Okay, so, do you know anything about the development of Final Fantasy VII, just out of curiosity? Uh, not a lot. Well, okay, so, like, one of the things that I know, because I'm a weirdo mm-hmm. who knows things, as we mm-hmm. know, is of that course. Tifa, that, like, the whole thing of Aerith dying was also, like, I believe Sakaguchi, like, processing the death of his own mother... Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, citation mm-hmm. needed. Well, mm-hmm. that was like a thing. Like he had lost a loved one recently, so Aerith dying was kind of a part of that. Obviously, Sakaguchi doesn't work at Square anymore. He hasn't worked at Square since like Final Fantasy X, which, by the way, is twenty-two years old. Oh god damn it! Yeah, I know. But just to make you 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 feel old, that game is over twenty years old. That game's old enough to drink now. I hate it. I know. I hate it. Which is why I told you. But like, <sighs> but you know, like I I think Aerith is still gonna die. Just because, yeah. like, if she doesn't die, then it's just kind of like, well, why doesn't she just cast holy? Why, why not just save the world? You have you have your get out of jail free card. There you go. Sephiroth is defeated. Plan whole third of the game is just no longer there. Also, it has to be it also has to be Tifa to be the one that goes through the battle in Cloud's mind. Which, by the way, speaking of parts never talked about, that part's weird. 
And I mean that mm. in a good way. Like, oh yeah, here's Tifa. Like, hey, I'm here to help put you back together. Fucking jigsaw puzzle doesn't fit. It's wild. It's a very weird part of the game. Very interesting part and very cool. It's just also super weird. And it's done with like 90s graphics. Yeah. So it's even, so it's way more surreal. Mm-hmm. And pink. For some reason. Not, yeah. that, not that we're against pink. It's just, it's way pinker. It's, just, than it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. So I'm like, I'm curious to see like how much like of the plot will legitimately be changed. And I don't know. Like also how big is everything going to be? Because if you remember the golden saucer is like, remember this being huge. It's not that big. Huh? Well, because you know, it, it was big back when you were a child before games got actually big. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's, these towns aren't as, like, deep as they can go. They're, like, two, three screens at best. Mm-hmm. That's why Midgar is so memorable, because it's the only, like, town you go to that's more than, like, four screens. Yeah. But then it's also, like, what's Wutai gonna look like? There's a lot of stuff said in, there's a lot of political statements made in Final Fantasy VII that we could easily go over, but maybe we might. I don't know. Hey! It's something to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm also excited to see uh, my girls in glorious 3D kicking ass and taking names. Yay! I'm also curious how they're going to, like, do Vincent and Yuffie in this. Because, as you remember, they're secret characters. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, they're clear. I don't think they're going to be secret this time around. (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to be so secret. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if they made them secret characters again? Oh, no. I would almost, I would almost, I would almost like applaud the the gusto to do that. The audacity. The audacity to be like, well, it's like what? It's just like nineteen ninety seven. If you don't remember to pick them up, they aren't recruited. And how excited are you to see your girl Yuffie Strauss? Because I know she's your girl. Well, luckily for me, she already got a whole ass DLC to herself, so that was neat. I played that. Um, I'm happy to see her again in glorious three dimensions and not squares. (laughs) Having her do her thing and being the most annoying thing on the planet. She's so good. The Yuffie, the Yuffie sauce continues. I, I do I do love a girl that has the chutzpah to be just a little bit irritating, and I say that so lovingly because I love an annoying girl. Well, I think what what's interesting about Yuffie's like history within the fan base was how she went from being super hated, and then over the next twenty years, everyone's like, actually, no, she's great. I just really wish she didn't fuck up my materia slots when returning the materia. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That part's annoying. But she's she's fun. She is fun. The game is fun. Go play it. <laughs> Not just a remake. Yes. Play, play the original. They they yeah, put play the che- original. They put sheets in it so you can go through it quickly. And sure, they look a little bit like Robo- Roblox characters, but that's part of the charm. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety seven. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing yet. Ah. But uh, who? And, what are you most excited for? Um, 
I'll be honest, uh, the the part of me that is still an edgy 12-year-old is very excited for Vincent. You're going to be so happy once he's on screen. It's like, it's my husband. I I just... He was, he was one of those characters that I think... But before I knew it, I went, I want to be him. I like that guy. <laughs> well, what's also fun about Vincent in all of this is that... He hasn't been shown yet. Mm-hmm. Like, Red has been shown... Everyone except... Uh, Kate Sith. Which I know that's not how it's supposed to be pronounced, but... I don't speak Gaelic. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Uh, Sid and Vincent mm-hmm. are the only characters who have yet to really even be shown... Of the yeah. main party, so it's just like... Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to look in this new gorgeous graphics. I'm looking forward to Sid, too. Oh, yeah. How surly is he going to be? Like, a scale of 1 to 10, and why is it going to be a 12? It's Peepaw! It's Peepaw! <laughs> What's also really exciting about it is also, like, this has been also Square flexing with the new graphics. <laughs> they show... Oh, yeah them handing a thing over hand to hand like it was nothing and every 3d animator looked at that and went the fuck man you fancy ass motherfuckers it's like when uh they and like that same year was like kingdom hearts 3 where they just recreated the entirety of let it go like it was nothing yeah it's square square flexing with their th- with their like stuff is always the like the most extra shit. They know um, how good unlike, they are. Unlike RGG Studios, where it's like, are you ready for bread. some bread? <laughs> bread physics, <laughs> no one better. But that was a good ass piece of bread. It really was. Like I I know we're joking, but like the bread physics in Yakuza Seven are fucking insane. They are. Like, that bread breaks in a realistic way. A soft roll breaks up. Like, God, imagine how much time that took. (laughs) I hope Ichiban really enjoyed that bread. I mean, it looked like he did. Yeah. It's prison food, so it's... it's, uh... I'm just... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them flex some more because, like, you know, say what you will about the remake... The game looks real fucking good. Oh, God. I remember it. I was playing on, like, not the newest console when I first played it. I was just looking at, like, the skyline, and it looked awesome. Like, you see the, like, plate above you, and you're just like, whoa. And as it was, Final Fantasy VII was always one of those games I did really appreciate for, like, it had kind of, like, a cool and interesting different fantasy sci-fi setting to it and it especially showed in the designs of the towns well i think what was really it was so good yeah no what what was super interesting about final fantasy 7 from like an art direction standpoint was that like final fantasy had always been kind of like fantasy with some sci-fi thrown in for funsies since like day one like even in the first game there were some sci-fi elements because and it was just like Whoa! And Final Fantasy VII embraces that more sci-fi element and sort of kind of cyberpunkish side of it from it's, the get-go. It's... So it's sort of like you'll have like this nice little hamlet, 
And right next to it is a fucking atomic reactor. And it's it's so cool. I, I it just always felt different, and they really went like with both hands into that. Yeah, no, and it works. It works yeah. because like everyone dresses like they're a normal person, and it's just like, oh, this town just always looked like this until, but like the reactor's new. Yeah, it's like here I am dressed like a cowboy because it's a rural town. But we got this new fancy reactor up on the hill. That. And then we have to fight the devil known as poverty. Thank you, uh, Portuccio. Portuccio shows up out of the blue. But but he'd fit in. He would actually fit in. But, like, that's always, like, aesthetic-wise, Final Fantasy VII has always been very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, compared to, like, like, Nine was a throwback title. So we could, like, that was meant to look more like Final Fantasies, like, 1 through 6. Yeah, it's a blast from the past. But it's like, you compare that to, like, 10, and it's sort of kind of like mishmash way of doing things. Maybe that works more for you or not, I don't know. I I preferred 7's look. I thought that 7 really just nailed the vibe that it was going for. It did. It's a really... Like, it's a classic for a reason. And that's not something you can always say. Yeah. But it also has one thing that's truly wonderful, and that is girls. We we love the girls. And we also like the guys, too. Especially Barrett. He's dad. Oh, we, we... Barrett's great. He's a great dad. Marlene has a good father figure now, now that her father figure is dead. Yeah. Well, the other one. The other one. I do wonder if they're gonna keep the coal thing as coal. <laughs> like that's what that's one of the things with the remake that you could change because I think everyone's like, I know some people get really up in arms to change something, but I, every now that we know what we know about coal, it's like okay, maybe change it from coal. Yeah. For for those uh... who don't know, like Barrett's hometown was a coal mining town, and then like oh we're gonna use Mako instead, and they're like okay that's neat. Oh no, the Mako is causing problems. We should go back to coal. And everyone's like, your environmental message doesn't work because coal is not better. <laughs> this is one where we're going to cut the dev team some slack. I don't think they knew. Yeah. We, I, we're we not going to blame a dev team for not knowing that, oh, hey, maybe don't do that. <laughs> right. Like, understandable Stenink. <laughs> Like, I don't think anyone in 1997 was going, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about coal as much. I think coal was still, like, well, some coal is worse than others. I do know that. It it wasn't as widely known that it was bad. I'm not going to say a bunch of nerds who make video games are going to know that coal is bad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be nice here and just assume that they didn't know. Yeah. Which makes me think they might do... I wonder what they're going to replace it with, if at all. Want to take a guess for fun? Uh, I couldn't begin to guess. That's a great question. I think they're going to use something like solar or wind. Because it's like a mountainous region, so that like actually makes sense. Both of those, I think, would be a safe bet. I think it's just this, like, if you go back at it with coal, I remember a friend of mine was playing through it for the first time. He's like, I don't think they're going to keep it coal for the remake. <laughs> 
Probably not. It's just one of those like, oh, that's a mistake. We call that one. We call that an oops. Yeah. Also, in turn, but I'm excited because now everyone has team attacks. Because mm. I they showed that in the new trailer. And it's like, yeah. ooh, look. Like, Red 13 and Yuffie have a team attack. Like, does everyone have a team attack? I hope they do. I hope so, too. My my one super, because, like, I, I'm ready for the uh, Yuffie-Vincent team attack because you know for a fact that he is so annoyed by her. Oh, he's so done. Oh, he's so done. But it's also going to be great because the revival of certain ships are about to happen. I'm like, I'm about to eat... All right, Strauss. What, what's your what's your favorite ship? I'm I'm go, I'm going to be a bit of a basic bitch here, and I have always been a Yuffie supporter. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, you know, I have always been Vin, Vincent and Yuffie. I don't know why, because it makes usually I'm against like comical age gaps in ships, unless it's like an elf or something, where it's like who gives a shit after a certain point. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. After a certain point, it's an elf and it's a man. Like that. I'm not gonna be so finicky about it. Yeah. It's so like I'm... a a, a fair exception. Mm. But like, who doesn't like a gothy guy and the very annoying small girl that he's now stuck with? They they are someone will die of fun. They they really are. Also because I like bugging Vincent. Yes. What about you? Uh, me? You know, I've I've always liked Aerith and Tifa. Also a good part. Of course, uh, the the best thing about the remake, you haven't like, but what if all three of them? <laughs> Ooh, porque no los tres? Yeah, it's like, I understand that you could have Tifa or Cloud or Aerith or Cloud. But what if we just kind of just do... Th- what if we just put another little line here? <laughs> it's like, it, it's it, now it's the recycling symbol. Yeah. Only difference is it also, like, also intersects in the middle, too. <laughs> it's been great. Everyone's yeah. been very... Everyone's been like, hey, what, what if we put these two together with this one, too? <gasps> Tifa can I, hold two hands. <laughs> she's she's so strong. She can definitely hold two hands. Oh, she can absolutely bench branch both of them. I also just I love Tifa because I am a sucker for the trope of like pretty woman who is just obscenely strong. <laughs> Not only obscenely strong, but also obscenely nice. Yes. She's just such a sweetheart and it's nice. She's she's a good person. She will absolutely beat your ass if you deserve it. Exactly. It's great. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, those are those are my thoughts on the remake so far. I mean, I I still got. I I'm I'm willing to wait and see what the future holds. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm going to be playing it uh, when it comes out. Yeah. Alongside, I'll, I'll probably. Armor Core 6, because... Robot. I'll probably watch you play at some point. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to stream the remake at some point. Oh, yeah. Not sure when. Also, music's been great. 
Oh yeah. Now, the I, soundtrack. The soundtrack has always been great. What's your favorite what is your favorite part of the soundtrack? Oh, you know, this is going to be a very basic answer. Um but I've I've always I've always loved Sephiroth's song. I'm I'm sorry. It's just it's it's so wonderfully discordant. It's got like the big Latin vocals. I love it. <laughs> it's always incredibly interesting hearing the man who made it, Utsume, like talk about the re- making of that song because it's so different from how he made all the other songs he's ever made for video games. Mm-hmm. Like he made it in chunks, which was just like not what he planned, but it's like how it ended up happening. Ah. Super All fascinating. Right. It's it's like he's he's talked about it. There's videos of it online. I'll find one for you after we're done. Yeah. So you can yeah. watch it before you go to bed. It's just super interesting to hear him talk about like, yeah, this was weird and different. <laughs> but it paid off. Oh, absolutely. I've always been very part, you know, I'm always, there's the piano rendition of Aerith's theme that's just so kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. But really, the, it, like, it's that, like, every character theme in that game is, like, a slam dunk. It's it's very on the mark for who they are. Like, Tifa's theme is so very gentle, but also, like, mm-hmm. melancholic. Yuffie's yeah. theme is also great because it is exactly who it belongs to. <laughs> it's great. It's a great game. Play Final Fantasy VII. Go and play it right now. Once you're do done. It. We're not stopping you. Yeah, but do it right now. If you haven't bought it, go buy it. It's worth it's worth it. It's like five verse. It is a great game. It is truly a spectacular game. It has great characters. It's actually way better written than you would think a game from 1997 for the PlayStation 1 is going to be. Holds up real nice. It holds up really nice. And it's it's one of the rare games where, like, it's been more and more right about things as time goes on. Not every day that you get an RPG from 97, like, aging like wine in such a way. Truly. Wow, you're trying to tell me mega corporations being bad for the world is a somehow still extremely poignant topic in the year 2023? We going back to our 297. It got worse. <laughs> got so much worse. And then oh, Tiny Starter no was idea. like, "Who are you? You will learn." Little, little Sardo sitting in the living room chewing on a Barbie hand. <laughs> Who are you? Your future. Uh, you're not my future self. No, I'm not. But you will know are me. Are you bald? What? Well, I'm not bald. Uh, I'm bald. That's right. <laughs> no, it's like, who's that? Who's the tall one? That's you. Why am I bald? Eh, decisions. You chose to. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Young Strauss. Who the hell are you? Who are you? I'm you for the future. Oh, I didn't grow that tall. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You might want to switch sport. You want, When you're in high school, don't go for the basketball team. You're never going to make it. <laughs> do wrestling. <laughs> yeah, do, do a different sport, trust me. Except for volleyball. Keep doing that. Just don't go into the front line. I'm just protecting your ankles. I don't know about me. 
You will learn. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I don't. It's like remember to play Final Fantasy Seven. I don't know the PlayStation, but you will. really stupid gag i'm glad we did it <laughs> i i am too but yeah i you know it's, it's good stuff i i look forward to what the future holds i i think they'll do a good job i think at the very least what i'm not concerned about is character writing which i think is like yeah. the, like that was the best part of final fantasy 7 for me playing it in like 2018 yeah so it's just like, hey, they're still if they're gonna nail the part that I think really matters, I'm not gonna be that concerned. I just yeah. my one hope is that if Aerith does die this time around, do it like you did in ninety seven and don't have any dialogue. Oh yeah, just just that that silence is so powerful. Well it what what made it so great was just that you let the moment have its time, just play the music. Let the moment pass and just let the, like, you have the animation chops to make this as heart-wrenching as possible. Yeah. Like how you wanted to do it in 97. You don't need to change anything. Sometimes mm. a thing is perfect as it is. <laughs> Only this time okay. you can have camera angles. And that'll be even cooler. Yeah. Hey, you can do this first person too for just to make it even weirder. Do what you yeah, want. Be- yeah, yeah, we can't tell you what to do. We can't. You've already made it. It's too late. It's coming out this year. Yeah, I, I guess that's it for Final Fantasy VII, the yeah. remake. For now, until the third part comes out and we talk about it again. As we t- Future podcast episode title, I can't believe they fucked it up, or I can't believe they nailed it, or... Uh, I, I can't believe that was just okay. Oh no! I, even if it's just okay, it's uh, there is the potential chances it just gets weird. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough for this part of this section of the podcast. Sardo, I have a question for you. Yes, sir, Stross. What the hell have you been watching? Anything, oh golly! Anything fun? The water um. margin. You know, I did recently pick up a lovely little show on uh, the Shutter streaming service. I I don't I don't subscribe to a lot of the streaming services because I'm poor. Yeah. But Shutter is one. It's it's very horror specific. And as you know, I I participate in the in the drag community. I that's uh-huh. a thing I do. Um, the the Boulet Brothers Dragula is so Ooh. fun. It is a horror themed drag competition, and it's delightful. I love it. It's everything I enjoy. I would actually totally recommend it. Like, if you want to pick up a trial for Shudder, which I would also actually really recommend. Like, it's five bucks a month. It's not super expensive. And it's got a ton of really good stuff on there. Check it out. It's it's good. They do, like, a lot of cool makeup effects. And they really kind of, like, I don't know, push the boundaries of what I think a lot of people think drag would be. Uh... It's it's like RuPaul's Drag Race for for girls who aren't like other girls. So <laughs> there you go, everybody. The Drag Race for you weird alt children. <laughs> but it's it's been a lot of fun. I've I've really been enjoying that. What about you, Stross? What have you uh, been watching? I haven't done 
anything new-ish. I am planning to watch the water water margin. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, which is one of the four great classics of Chinese literature. Uh-huh. The the actual the better name for it is Outlaws of the Marsh. I'm not sure where Water Margin comes as a title. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard that one. I have not heard Water Margin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, well, it's sometimes the Water Margin or Outlaws of the Marsh. But yeah, I found uh, the eight, eight, 98 adaptations just on like archive.org, fully subtitled. Neat. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun because it's got martial arts stuff. I I believe I shared a clip from it. To you I, at you some did, point. yeah, you did. I'm like, yeah. this looks neat as fuck. This guy just take out seven guys. I'm down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, gonna probably be doing that. Awesome. Well, that sounds good to me. Yeah, long live the Internet Archive. Oh, the Internet Archive. We Preserve that Internet stuff. Yeah. Because we should. I've also been... Uh, anything else I've been watching that's interesting? Uh, hold on. Can I see if, I, if there's anything else? Uh, there was a new Foolish Baseball recently. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's about eating eaters. The Chad... <laughs> no, there's a great joke in it. It's like... The back women watching the show. which <laughs> It shows the statistics. It's almost entirely men. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, he knows. And that's hilarious. Ah, uh, bless him. I also well, was, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I also was able to today quote for a thing. It was the art thing I was talking to you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to use, she doesn't even go here for Mean Girls. She doesn't even go here. She doesn't. It's great. I also watched two episodes of The Muppet Show yesterday. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember you telling me. With, with Tim Curry. Uh, no. Uh, I, uh, oh, mine that was, was Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, that we were talking about, which is something we also really love because uh, yes. Tim Curry is there. I was talking about the one with Paul Williams and Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. And Julie Andrews is great. Now... I'm going to say something that, you know, pulling from our previous topic of conversation is probably not going to make much sense. Julie Andrews has Tifa energy. And it's because she, like, has this very, like, nice, soft, like, demeanor. But you can tell she would absolutely, like, beat the shit out of somebody if if they were that asking um, for a whooping. She knows what to do with that umbrella. <laughs> she does, Yes. Be careful. She's been in Sound of Music. She could kick anyone's ass. She'll she'll whoop some Nazis yes. with an umbrella. Absolutely. Uh, that's the. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah, I'm okay with that. I've heard Julie Andrews. We love Julie Andrews. She's still around. Good for her. God bless her. Damn right. Let's see anything else because we still got some time to fill. Got anything oh, you want to discuss for like a minute and a half or so? Oh, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else interesting I have been reading or looking into. Ah. Uh, I will say, um, I've been picking back up because I, I had to put it on hold for a little bit because 
I have been very busy, but I'm picking back up my research stuff for, for that Elfin Lead uh, documentary thing that I'm making. Um, uh, I've been, oh, great. The thing I've I been going back into the anime. <laughs> I've the, been the, going the, back the... into the anime, Strauss. Oh, God. Let it be remembered, I've already attached my name to this project. and like You have. I will do a lot of work for it, just because like at this I... point, I have not a lot better to do on my weekends, so... I, I hope you're ready to to be reading some lines because I oh, fully you, expect you to be part of this. You think I'm not afraid to say some absolutely weird shit out loud? I I can say it now in full confidence since I've read quite a bit of his body of work. Strauss, I fucking hate Lin Okamoto. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Yes. I hate him personally. There it is, everybody. You heard it here for first. Breaking news. I hate this guy so much. I've also, I forgot, I've been watching a lot of old Homestar Runner bits just because, well, it, it, it heals the soul. It does. It It's curative. It is. Well, I think uh, as I await my damnation in the near future... <laughs> that I signed up for, so don't feel bad for me. I, am... I can say in advance, this is probably going to be like, I'm sure this will come to fruition maybe two years down the road. I'm, I'm giving myself some time to work on things and learn how oh, to God, make Oh God, you're going to remind good. me this in like two years while I'm yes. grading papers. It's like, it's time. And I'm like, it's time. <laughs> I take my pen, lay it gently on the table. It's time. You knew this day would come. I must heed the call. You promised. I was the prince that was promised. This, it's going to be such a shit show. I'm so excited. Anyway, folks, uh, coming attractions in the year, I don't know. 2025? Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? Anyway, folks, that's for the Skeleton Crew podcast. You can follow Sardo here at at Autopsy Garlands. It's usually down there in the description. Mm-hmm. Also at Uncle Death with a K on Twitch. Streams Mondays. Mondays. Late like today. Yeah, today when this comes out, because that's what I do today. all the time. And not not today is in the day room. Yeah. yeah. But the day yes. this comes out is a Monday, so it's gonna be tonight. <laughs> God, and, that's confusing uh, for us. <laughs> oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate uh, this so and- much. And Strauss, you. Yes. You can follow Strauss at Almighty Strauss all across the board. Uh, the Twitter, uh, the 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 LinkedIn, the the, the friend Friendster. Um, <laughs> also mostly friendster. on Twitch. <laughs> I don't have a Friendster. Does Friendster even still exist? No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if there if Friendster still exists and someone actually shows me it works still. I might get a Friendster account just for the sake of the joke. <laughs> but, yes, uh, I Twitch, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, uh, tomorrow night for the rest of y'all, uh, two days for us. <laughs> yes. We're playing Persona it, 5 Royal. It's pretty good. We it, talk about burgers. <laughs> we talked about burgers last time. Uh, go to the two VODs ago now and see us wax poetically about the idea of a curry burger. Which we I want. Like that happened. 
Yeah. Corporate America, hire us. Pay us lots of money. We'll give us like give us like two million each for our idea, and we'll fuck off forever until our next actually good idea. We're enterprising young geniuses. Yeah. And with that said, um, yeah. Strauss, yeah. thank you, and viewers, listen, listeners, thank you. Well, some of them are viewers. And, some of them are on YouTube. Uh, Technically, it's a view. <laughs> I mean, whichever. If you're here, thank you, uh, and have a good night. Yeah, have a good night, everybody. We're gonna, like, go place. Yes. Boy. Bye.